0: 9.22, you are with SAFM, 104 to 107. As I mentioned, we've got André Flock, conflict management specialist, uh, on the line. So, earlier on in the show, I mentioned the fact that Austria was becoming the first Western country, and I think there will be more, resorting to mandatory coronavirus vaccinations. Now, whilst the vaccination in this country is not mandatory... There are some conversations around a mandatory vaccination policy when it comes to work. And Old Mutual has adopted this effective from January the 1st next year, we understand. To try and understand how this works, what this means, we have André Flock on the line. André, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Good morning, Michelle.
0: So, André, let's look at when we say a mandatory vaccination policy, what does this mean?
1: I think it's a complete misnomer. Um, sometimes used with <laughs> bad motives, uh, it really gets the debate off to to a bad start. Okay. Um, there's there's no such thing. Uh, around here, there is no mandatory in 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 the true sense of the word. Um, what we're really dealing with, what employers like Discovery and so on are dealing with, is, is the the consequences of your decision. Uh, it's not. It can never be mandatory in the sense that large men walk into my office and strap me down and and, and force me to be vaccinated. Yeah. That's a policy, just like wearing a hard hat on a construction site, um, just like wearing a seatbelt. We at Discovery, we at ABC Company, we believe that vaccinations must happen, and it's mandatory in that sense. If you want to work here after a certain date, you must be vaccinated. So it's really, I think the lens we should see this through is, is rather the the, consequence, the management of the consequences of, of that decision. It's, it's still your decision.
0: So the policy, i I'm, and I'm trying to just get this clear for us because it was mentioned earlier on in the show as well, and I just want to clarify that. So what we're saying is that the policy is not that you have to get vaccinated. The policy is that if you want to work here, you need yes. to be vaccinated.
1: Yes, I think, I think you know, the, the mandatory Part, I think upsets a lot of people and that's yeah. so where we get the straw shots about my constitutional rights and, and Nazi Germany. It's, it's not that. Um, it's compulsory in the sense that, and, and, and I'm not trying to make light of, of, of the decision. It's, it's a dilemma. That let's say you've been working at a place for 20 years and all of a sudden your employer has this policy. Of course that's difficult. Of course, it, it, it brings that party to to, to some very tough decisions. Um, so let's so 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 far, so take, uh,
0: take us through that. So take us through that. So um, and take us through it in terms of the process, and then take us through in terms of the legality. So, I am so Michelle decides. Okay, fine. I am working at the SABC. The SABC says we are going to have a policy that everybody who works at the SABC needs to be vaccinated. Now, I love my job, but I don't want to be vaccinated. So what's the process from there? And what is the legality of that process?
1: Let me be, be very clear on, on my own position. Um, the last five or six months I've, I've been working on this nationally, and I, I'm really pro-vaccination. I think while you'll never really have, I suppose, 100% scientific consensus and, and in Recent months, I've, uh, I think we've seen some of the predictions uh, being quite wrong. You know, the the efficiency, d- the duration of vaccinations, and so on. But but overall, I think a, vaccina- a pro-vaccination policy is, is is a good one, and I yes. fully support employers who do did take that and position. And I would
0: declare my I would declare my beliefs in that as well. So
1: yeah, I, I think that's important. Um, as to whether it's legal, you um, may or may not see. Uh, a decision on that um a sufficiently high court, say the constitutional court i know busa business unity essay uh, i know they they're planning on bringing an application a declaratory application to to be clarity on that. But then the process itself, and this is where I think, as much as you may not notice this on social media, there things you know the, the debate is as, as heated and as ugly as ever, and, and international as well. Let's look at Australia. Let's look at Australia. You know, it's, it's still as full as ever. But here in South Africa, there's there's a there's a very different role in the trenches itself. Um, in the last. Five or six months, I've really been been dealing with this, and there's a, a framework policy on, on my blog, the conflict conversation blog, um, that sets out in very practical terms how an employer can do this. A layered approach, if you do it skillfully, if you do it the right way. We've had in nearly 8,000 employees that I've been working with, we've had absolutely zero CCMA or later court applications, despite threats of that in the beginning. And we've ended in, in, in that figure, we've ended up with, with 16 people, only 16, refusing to be vaccinated and, and taking requenture packages or, or alternatives. And, and, and that is the process that you talk of. Um, a layered approach builds in everything from medical exclusions, exemptions, proper, proper consultation, bringing in experts, listening to people respectfully um, removing the fear removing the, the the religious objections dealing with that respectfully and and not bludgeoning people into into submission but but persuading them and and the few that remain unpersuaded of course you, you you the employer has a legal obligation to try and get to alternatives and that depends on the industry can we work from home can we can we move you from marketing to to something else um and, of course, right at the bottom of that, you you, you have options such as retrenchments uh, in, in, in various guises. So really, there's the, a, a structured phase policy.
0: So if we're talking about that structured phase is, is, policy, it, it, so so just sorry, Andre, to interrupt, but that structured phase, it's a bit like a systems map where you go, OK, I hmm. want to work here. I want to work at the SABC. Um, yeah. Do I want to get vaccinated? No can I work at home? Possibly, but I would have to pay for um, getting the studio sorted out at home myself because I don't see the SABC doing that for me. If if I can't do that, then the question is, can I do another job at home um, and not do this particular job? And so you would keep breaking it down until finally you would get to, okay, the only reality for me, Michelle, is that I have to work here in the studio and that's the only way forward, okay. Yeah. So now we go to another kind of um, breakdown. Am I prepared to get vaccinated in order to do that? And then I say no. In which case, you would then move on to well, what are the options with regards to retrenchment packages, etc.
1: Retrenchments. You know, a big enough factory may have some sort of a policy for that. Um, they may, with your blessings, they may move you. Uh, you may, you know, we. Uh, we have one employer in front of park that paid for training for two people who refused and they simply re-engineered their careers in-house. Oh, wow. Um, uh, okay. You know, that's that's the creativity. But, but then you've got to drop the, the weapons and you've got to sit down and say, I value here. you here. You, you're a good employee. We've got no other issues other than this, mm. this COVID situation. Yeah. Let's sit down, let's drop the, the fists, let's start talking. And, 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 and it, it's, it's amazing to see how if, if you allow people, if you create that space for them to yeah. drop the, 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 the posturing and, you know, the, the YouTube videos and, and all the scare tactics when careers are at stake and when employers really want to solve this. As I said, months later we've had, it, it's, it often starts off with, with some threats and so on. But if once you involve the unions, once you involve the own advisors and and there's a right way and a wrong way. And if you do it the right way, so far it, it really doesn't have to be this
0: so, this so life-changing problem. So I critically, mean, you've nailed it. Critically, we want to be able to see the unions involved in this process moving forward.
1: Oh, very much, very legally and and I would say morally. And 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 I mean, some Basically of the unions moral, have been moral. absolute. You know, they've been absolute. Um, and, and they've been stars in helping because you know at, mm-hmm. at, at some levels people can listen to me for hours and still you know still not believe me. But yeah. once the union starts saying that this that this does make sense, this is the better option, um, you know that it, it's really just an exercise in in constructive mediation in in constructive in, in problem solving. And, and your employers are starting to pick up on that. The employees are starting to pick up on that. The, the unions are starting to pick up. So at the end of the day, as not just you know, there, there's still some huge fires burning. But, uh, but really, it, in, in the trenches, it's, it's working an absolute charm.
0: So there we go. That we want a constructive mediation and not constructive dismissal. Closing <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Closing off. Uh, you know, the, as you say, on social media and certainly in various different spaces, we've seen lots of threats of the CCMA of it going legal, etc. Your, yeah. your take on that? You think that if we have constructive mediation, we may not see anything going that far in any space?
1: I have no doubt that we will end up in a few in a few litigation. You know, whether it's the CCMA bargaining mm. council or, or labour court, uh, a constitutional court even. I have no doubt, and, and maybe. Who says the clarity order is is, is good Um yeah. to, to to give us the guidance that, that we may not have with the policy for example but I, I think that will be really isolated I think the employers such as discovery of mutual and so on I think they'll carry the day their position the so-called mandatory um, policies I think will carry the day even yeah. at a constitutional level um, but ultimately so far you know while people are, are still threatening each other. There are employers, maybe your competition, that are up and ready and they regard this as, as done An and dusted and finished. Yeah. No, no, it's finished. It's over. They're, you know, they've gone through the process and they're back in, in, they're in really full ruined. operation yeah. and COVID, the COVID vaccination policy is, is old hat and behind them.
0: Yeah. We'd like to see more organisations, I'm going to flag that for the SABC, more organisations getting (laughs) out there and doing it. And I suppose uh, if we do take it uh, upwards, then it does start to raise questions around not the limitations of freedom, as we were being told earlier on in the show, but rather the consequences of freedom. So there are such interesting angles to address with this. And if we just open our minds to those conversations, it may be valuable. Andre Flock, always a good moment to chat to you. Thanks for joining us.
1: Good to talk to you, Michelle.
0: Bye-bye. Andre Flock hailing from Comerca PE. And if you follow him on Twitter, you get to see he has these pet pigs. It seems that there's a battle between his pig, MacDonald, and his wife's pig. I think his wife's pig's name is Othello, but I forget. Nevertheless, they appear to be both very gorgeous. Gorgeous. Promise.